This podcast is part what? of the TPS Radio Sports Podcast Network what? at www.tpsradio.net. Lovely pod, third time lucky, Mike, yes. James, believe it or not, uh, we're back, it's been a while, Mike is still here, and Hello. I mean, as much as I would like to call this WWE pod version 2, because it's been that long, we haven't, had, I, was, I was thinking, how can we change this radio show to make it better, and Mike and I have kind of been talking about it, and I'm, I've been listening to other radio shows that only exist in my mind, yeah, yeah so Mike tells only- me. They only exist in James's mind because there are no other wrestling radio shows that any of you should check out. <laughs> well, um, but anyway, listening to them, and they're very much like radio shows. We're much a podcast. And the fact that they have their adverts in there, I'm sure they don't get paid from any of them. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and they have their breaks and they have their music tracks and things like that, which to me, when I'm listening to it, I'm in the car kind of hurts the show when you have these adverts and things in the middle. So I, th- I think, unless it actually adds to our show, I love the fact that really nothing should change and it's just two people having a conversation about wrestling. And if you listen to the show and happen to enjoy it, that's good for you too, basically. What do you that, think, Mike? <laughs> that is exactly how I feel. I don't want to change a thing. No, I mean, you know, maybe a fancy new intro with a bit of leading music, but in terms of no advert stuff, don't get me wrong, if someone was going to say, hey, we'll pay you this much money to have this advert in the show, I might, might be silly not to do that, perhaps, you know? It might be a bit silly not to do it, because obviously running an office this size is very expensive. It is very expensive, yes. It's just lucky that Mike and Jay, we're both millionaires. Yes, hence we could afford the vast palatial palace that sits before us. Yes, we do pay ourselves ourselves in Italian lira, but, you know, still millionaires. Um, (laughs) We're we're millionaires with a slightly funny accent. Yes. Hello! (laughs) I'm not even going to try and do an Italian accent. Um, Mamma mia, we do the wrestling, yes! uh, Yes, yes. See. I just defended all of our Italian listeners. I wonder how many we do. None now. No, 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 no. Definitely not. But if you are Italian and you're listening to our show, fair play to you. I love you. I love you. Too. I love you. I love you as well. Yes. What's, um, what's, what's Italian for hello or, or good evening? Or I know something? what Italian for goodbye is. What's that? Arrivederci. Oh, of course. Well, arrivederci to all our Italian listeners who I've now offended. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So now come back. Come back, please. So in, ter- in terms of uh, in terms of news, I know there was some news. I've forgotten what it was uh, in between me starting this show three times, and I don't oh, know. Bollocks. I know. So, we, so we've forgotten the news. We have. We have forgotten. There was a TNA pay per view which I didn't watch. Uh, was there? Yes. There you go. See, you're the you're the person that's meant to be paying more attention to TNA. I'm still on my TNA, not going to watch things. Wait, was it no surrender? Could have been. Has that happened already? I don't know. You see, I've I've mi- I missed Impact this week. Yes. So, or last week, I guess you could call it. So I, I so I don't know. Hang on, I'll find out. Entertain the people for a second. Mike is finding out. Um, I'm looking at Dixie Carter's Twitter. She apparently, I love oh, tag team not. wrestling. She says she says she loves tag team wrestling. Yes. Well, that's nice. Ex- exactly. Just had, and her, her most recent tweet, six hours ago at the time of recording. Just had lunch with Mick Foley. Oh, he showed me the first copy of his new book, Countdown to Lockdown, that hit stores 
tenth of the first. Angle Hardy, unreal. Apparently that was a very good match until the end. Um, TNA Impact, though, is going live in October. Oh, great. Yes, uh, I believe that's still Thursdays, obviously. Uh, Oh, we've got here, 30th of August, just signed a new talent contract on someone you guys have been asking about. Stay tuned. Who is that? Uh, People are saying perhaps Kalito. We've got perhaps a, a Mickey James. Uh, that, that would be interesting. That would be very interesting. No, it wouldn't, because it would be a blotch on Mickey James's so far a very good career, in my opinion. What, to go to TNA? Yes. Dear, oh dear, oh dear. Yes, but where else is she going to go? Where else is she? I don't know, Ring of Honor. Maybe, I don't know. To be honest, I, I couldn't really tell you. Where else is she going to go? You see, Mike, that's the problem. It's WWE or the TNA, which is a joke. TNA is frankly a bit mad sometimes. But but, but you, I think you could argue that they've been improving a bit recently. Uh, I don't. Not uh, that you would know. No. You handle. No, no, I mean, I read the news, I, I still get upset. I, I know Vic, Dixie Carter is becoming more of uh, a character on television. That is true. Uh, and and believe it or not, people are comparing her charisma levels to Michelle McCall. Oh, then are they really? Yes. That's pretty bad, because she's not brilliant. I'm not saying, so, she's not... She reminds you of not... Linda McMahon on, on TV. Yeah. All right, yeah, th- th- that's kind well, of. Well, I have seen her. Not that I watch it, but I've, I've seen snippets enough to think, mm, you know. Have okay. Have you? So, so you don't watch it, but you've seen it. YouTube is a wonderful thing. Ah, and, I see. Yes, and I mean, I'm, I mean, like, uh, I mean, when it's on, I, I'm doing the channel flicking and stuff, and yeah, I'll be like, yeah, okay, thank you very much, no thanks, and then carry on with my life. No, like it out. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Well, as we know, I'm I'm not TNA's biggest fan. Um, so there you go. Uh, uh, having funny, you should say that though. I was I was reading through my copy of uh, Fighting Spirit magazine, FSM. UK, oh yes. yeah. Um, and I'm I was thinking of subscribing to it. Twenty nine pounds for twelve issues, and then obviously you get a free DVD. Uh, you get you get TNA Best of the Exhibition Volume Two. Oh, I, oh, I've got that somewhere. I lost it a while ago. You, or you can choose from Samoa Joe. He's, he's like, you know, stuff in TNA. His yeah, old disc. Yeah. Or you can choose from the best tag team matches. Good. Yeah, then you've got an angle paper. Well, Hard Justice, I think, from 2007, when TNA was still good. I think with Kurt Angle on. You've got the best of Sting in TNA. And you've got the TNA Knockouts. Uh, you know, with that old DVD. And it, I looked at that, and it reminded me of all the things I loved about TNA and all the and, and the very reason why I don't watch TNA anymore. Because so, all the things I love are gone. It, as in the brilliant high-flying and stuff. Brilliant high, yeah, brilliant high-flying. Uh, Storylines that make sense. Yeah. Uh, um, um, not as many fuck finishes. You know? Oh, they always had a hell of a lot of fuck Oh, they finishes. did. Yeah, but now it's just got to ridiculous levels. You know, they had a Samoa Joe I cared about. Yeah, good point. They had a tag team division, which many people cared about. They had an X division, which at the t- at, at its peak, people were pretty much, was the reason why people were watching TNA. This was around when Jeff Jarrett was the champion. He really was... Despite it's a bit, it reminded me. Despite being the main event on the pay per views, more people, they're honest with themselves, were watching it for the exhibition matches at the height of the, you know, at the height of TNA's popularity. On a, I'm not saying on on a popular level, most people watching it. However, you could argue that on on a, um, on a providing an entertaining and good wrestling show, hype. You know, TNA was basically a case of. I don't think you can say totally fairly that the tag team division is up the swanee because you will have because did you because I, I, you've probably heard about all the great reviews that Beer Money versus Thingy has been getting. So who, okay, who's the Thingy? Who's Thingy? You know, Thingy, the Motor Thingy Machine Gun. Oh yes, because they had a fabulous match. 
great match on the whole FN show. Right. And that was the final of a best of five series that was very good as well. Okay. Type thing. So I don't think so. I don't think that we can say honestly that the tag team wrestling is it's, it's resurrected a little bit. It's still not quite the level it was, but it has resurrected a little bit. The X division, I've never it just it's just they just don't care anymore, do they? No, and this was you know they're arguably their bread and butter for at least I'd say a good year in terms of fans being really interested in buying pay per views and hey. Exhibition main evented one of the pay per view, you know, one of the pay per views, which let's yep. be honest was probably arguably the match of that year. The Samara Joe AJ Styles Christopher Daniels match. That one, it's it's one of the matches where when you think of TNA, you think of that. It was that good, it was a great match, but uh, it is just a case of I think they've lost their identity, TNA. Now all TNA seems to be a lot of the time is let's just be what WWE isn't. Which is, yeah, but you could argue from a business point, that's exactly what TNA need to be. Yes, but they don't seem to be doing it with any sense. They just seem to be doing it entirely for the sake of it. You know what I mean? Yes. And, yeah, you're right. And, I mean, like, as I've said it before, I'll say it again. The fact that Hogan and Bischoff are there have made absolutely zero difference to the company. Actually, it's probably made a negative effect in terms of the company actually has to pay them to make zero difference. And that's not helping them bring other talent in, for example. Yeah, poss- you're possibly right, yeah. All that's basically happened is not only are they spending a hell of a lot of money, but it's another person to have to please on the creative level in Hogan. Yeah, it, I mean... I really think someone should go in there and cut, you know, cut the fat off of TNA, uh, and almost. I I really think say Bound for Glory. I really think someone needs to press the reset button and get rid of people, cut the fat, and almost start again. I to know fix what you mean. It. I think that's the only way it's really going to be fixed. Like when WCW rebooted itself in two thousand. Well, that that ended up failing. Uh, Yes, that did end up failing, but but the same theory is what I mean. Yeah, yeah, uh, to to a point. I think they they do kind of need that. I mean, I think that's the only. Well, I don't. I even doubt that's going to save them. But they need uh, someone like a Paul a Paul Heyman, someone to come in there and and mix it up. They, I don't. I, you know, I mean, they are running out of words. Yes, do I you, am. Do you think they could be saved by a large amount of? Customers? By, uh, sorry, Mike, you went blank there. A large amount of what? Mike? Mike? Hello? Yes? Oh, you're back. Uh, saved by a large amount of what, sorry? Custard. Yes. Oh, uh, yes. You know, Always. Because you, know, you know Abyss, well, you probably don't know, Abyss has been banging on for ages about they are coming to TNA, right? Mm-hmm. And, brief, and we were told that after all of the fuss, it turned out that they was Ric Flair's new group, Fortune. Right. Which is rather confusing, because it's called Fortune, spelt F-O-U-R-T-U-N-E. We're told that it's a new formation of the Four Horsemen. Fair enough. How many people are in it? Six. <laughs> oh. Well, that's kind of missing the point then, really, isn't it? Yes. But... Six plus Ric Flair, so I'll be seven. Either way... Abyss said that they were coming, and we were told that they was um, thingy, fortune. But now we're told that apparently he's changed his mind, and that they are coming at Bound for Glory. See, this is exactly the type of booking and storyline that, uh, you know, you can't take TNA seriously as a wrestling company, can you? I mean, it's fairly clear what's happening to me. It's basically a case of they are, they're bringing somebody in who is going to be they, and they thought that negotiations had fucked up, so therefore they decided it was going to be somebody else, and so now they've changed, and now it looks like perhaps they are coming in, they've changed their mind again. Yeah, I mean, you're right, and they they, they do have so many false promises. How many times has TNA said, this is going to change the face of professional wrestling, this is going to change the face of the company? Going quite often, nothing happens, or you get a debut where you think, huh, you know, and it 
and they've said it all the time. I mean, they've tweeted it as well before pay-per-views. Big reveal on this next pay-per-view, and nothing's happened. I even sat up and, you know, I even watched one of their pay-per-views thinking something was going to happen at the end of it, and it didn't. And I was pretty pissed. Was that the episode where Goldberg came out covered in trifle? Yes. That well, you know what? That'd have been buys <laughs> at this point. At this point in the game, in relation to TNA, I've got a question for you, Mike. Go on. This time, say like in two years. I won't say a year. Say like in two years. If TNA yeah. was not around, would you be surprised? In one year, did you say, or two years? I said two years. Okay, two years. Uh oh, God. Well, let's put it this way: for the last three years. Their product has made no sense, been fairly crap, and yet somehow they've survived. So yeah, I so but... I think in two years' time, they will be around, but no one will understand why. <laughs> yeah, you're right, they have survived, but it's to the point on... They're kind of like... Say like you're like treading water rather than swimming, in, in terms of... They're treading water, they're doing enough to survive, but they're not going anywhere, if that makes any sense, you know? It makes completers. They're treading water and they're wearing goggles just in case because fat people keep jumping in the pool. Yep. Exactly. Yes, fat people like Mark Henry. Oh, yeah, well. Oh, well. God, imagine if he went to TNA. The push he would get. He would, wouldn't he? Well, it's because he's from WWE. So he, he'd get he'd get a championship shot. May, you know, he may win it and then he'll be just another guy within about a week or two. He would be pushed to the top very quickly they wouldn't know what to do with him, and he'd be in a tag team with the Pope. Ah, yes. See, I like the Pope. I know. I know you have a. You're not so warm to him, let's say. No, I've, I've nothing against Pope. He's it's, it's, all right. He's quite good. Uh... The only the only thing I don't like about Pope is his finisher. All right. Which I believe was known as the Elijah Express uh, up north, as it were, where he runs where you got a bl- your blokes in the corner. And he runs towards them with both his knees in the air. Oh dear. Exactly. At least the zig at least the zigzag looks cool. Yes. It does. Affection. Oh dear. Um yeah, I well, like Dolph. I quite like Dolph Ziggler. You like you you you, you like the Dolph Ziggler, do you? Well, well I, I think he has good matches with well, well just about everyone, really. Yeah, he's all right. Um, uh, he's he's good in the ring. He's not. He, I, th- I think he's a good heel. He's a good person to hate. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I mean, As, especially when he's with Vicky Guerrero. Oh no, definitely. And talking about WWE, there's been news, and you've probably seen it by the t- you know they've got that they want to. This is only a rumor. They want to. Unify all championships eventually. Uh, really? One of the big rumors is being unifying the two heavyweight or rest of the two big titles, SmackDown and Raw respectively, at the next WrestleMania. Wow. What do you think okay. about that, Mike? I think it, I think it's asking a hell of a lot of whoever's holding that belt, really. Well, they did it last time, and he, they travelled between Raw and SmackDown. Now, I think, yeah. personally, a lot of it depends. SmackDown's going to sci-fi in America, isn't it? Obviously, yes, it is. no, no change in the UK. I think a lot of it depends on how successful SmackDown is over there. Because if it isn't successful, I think they're much more likely to unify the uh, the title than it is. I, I agree. It, it'll be a case of, if it if it does work... It'll be a case of if it ain't broke, don't fix it, that kind of thing, and they'll keep it as it is. But if it tanks, then it would certainly make it more likely. But the thing is, right, we have already seen one thing, right? Uh-huh. You, you know at Night of Champions, they are having a unification match for the women's belts. Yes. Surely, surely that's going to change the face of TNA as we know it. It will, definitely. It will. Yeah. Yes, it, <laughs> it absolutely will. Um. Yeah. Uh, so you, you, unifying all the belts, there's nothing wrong with it because it would make the belts mean more. But at the same time, I, I, I just think all they're, all they're really doing is making it a hell of a lot harder to be the champion. Yeah, they are. But, uh, uh, okay, look, think back to about 99 when SmackDown first came, yeah? Okay. 
2001. No, Arguably the 15. golden years in WWE in terms of money and popularity. And there was no brand split. There were just, you, you know, you had your intercontinental title, you had your WWE title, you had your European title, maybe the Cruiserweight, and maybe, you know, you had hardcore tag team. But in terms of business-wise, they made the most money then, and that was when they had competition. Like, proper competition from WCW, not from TNA, obviously. They're not really, are they? You know? So, if they went back to that, potentially, do you think it would be a good thing? They might have to cut a few people, but in terms of big stars being on the same shows against each other, that would be very good. Breath of fresh air. You could argue, though, that they might not be able to make new stars. Uh, uh, having said that, that really wasn't a problem back in when SmackDown came in 99, 2000, 2001. I mean, we had Triple H was very much pushed at, you know, made the big time. He was a star, but he wasn't as big. You know, 99, 2000, 2000 were Triple H's peak years, weren't they? Exactly. I mean, it's Triple H became the next Sean Stasiak. <laughs> yeah, and... I mean, I... <laughs> I mean, basically, there is a cynical bit of me, and I don't want to sound like someone who's down on wrestling, because I'm not at all. I, 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 I watched some marvellous wrestling today, which I must mention later on in the show, um, from years ago. Anyway, but a, bit, a cynical bit of me thinks, if there are the two shows, right? Yep. And then you had changed it to one big show, as it were. Mm-hmm. Not the big show. He is shit. If you made it, why the hell of a, of a straight edge society jobbing to him every week? I can't work it out. They're your best heels, for God's sake. Anyway. Vince Russo's twin clone thing is booking SmackDown for that match. It's got to be. It's the only thing that makes sense. Ah. Twins Russo. Y- yes. Twins Russo. I didn't know that he that he was working his magic again. Ah, well, there you go. Because it doesn't make sense. You've got your best... You're right. Absolutely. you your best heel group, yep. faction, on SmackDown. Yep. And you job him out to some guy who... Oh, is, well, he's is, got no talent, and he's just there because he's big. He's fat. He doesn't have that much charisma. Actually, funny enough, now you said the big show, you remember when CM Punk was out on the uh, 900th Raw? Yes. He was cussing down The Rock. I thought, ooh, mm, maybe. Yes, Wouldn't so that be I. fucking great? Then he cussed down Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold Steve Austin music hits. I shat myself in my chair and went, woohoo! He didn't come out. Okay, I thought, ooh, okay, teasing. Okay, maybe we'll still have The Rock. Maybe we'll have someone we haven't seen. Then the big show came out. Wasn't that the biggest letdown in, like, for quite a while? It was a bit of a letdown, yeah. And CM Punk said it was a letdown in such perfect words, didn't he? Yeah, in in The Rock's words, in the, as The Rock would say, well, it's the big slow, this guy sucks, I'm going for a leak. And that's exactly what I did. If you remember that promo, no? I don't remember The Rock saying he's going for a leak. No, he's basically saying the big show is so boring, I'm going for a piss or something, you know, when his music hits. This guy yeah. sucks, I'm going for a leak, piss, whatever. I just watched the Rock DVD the other day. So. I was watching SmackDown this afternoon, right? Right. And uh, I was testing out some new earphones I bought for my iPod, right? Cool. So I was so I was pausing occasionally to listen to the odd song. A bit of live white snake it was, if I recall, which was delicious. And basically, uh, and a bit of jam. Meh. Anyway, and uh, <laughs> I was listening away. And then I thought, oh, I better get. All right, I'll go back to the wrestling. And then I looked up, and what was the first face I saw when I hit play again? The Big Show. Oh dear! I put it back on pause and listened to another song. That's what I would have done. And it's basically it's, it's not that the Big Show. I mean, yeah, he's a shitty wrestler. But it's it's not just like a hate heat thing. If you follow me, like I really despise the guy. I may dislike him a bit, but I don't totally hate him. It's just a case of he doesn't excite me. And I think the main problem is not the fact that they're two shows. Put it put it this way. If they had enough good writers, they could still do two shows. But they haven't. It's, I don't think putting them all together will necessarily make everything better. No, it, it, it may not. Uh, 
you're right. It may not make everything better. Um, but unless putting the two writing teams together makes a huge difference, then yeah, if the, if if they can work together, that would be amazing. But, well, yeah, you know, you're right. Because when you think about it, you put the two shows together. You got Raw and SmackDown, for example. They got to be very careful of not coming up with the same storylines. They got to choose different ones, you know. And also because they're double the amount of storylines, arguably, as they were in the peak years you end up seeing a lot more rehashed storylines in terms of sometimes, you know, how many Randy Orton John Cena merches have we had? Oh, there's another one next week. Oh my God. You know? True, but isn't, but that's just, but do you, so are you saying that you think the reason that Raw repeats itself is because they're trying hard not to do the same sort of storyline SmackDown's doing? Well, no. Well, no. I think they both got to be careful. SmackDown Raw, they're not doing similar storylines, and I know that you know the, the, the creative team are always trying to not have the same storyline on at the same time. Bear, you know, with different characters, for example. You know, I understand. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and uh, they got to be careful of that. And I think if they did come together, we'll be seeing fresher matches. We won't be seeing repeats of, as I said, how many times now we're getting it again. John Cena versus Randy Orton again. Well, you know, I think that if they brought it together, it would get the. It would be very intriguing. It would make a lot of fans who say have drifted away a bit over the last couple of years go. Oh, perhaps I have another look. However, unless the right writing team is put together to do it, I don't think it'll make a difference. No, you're probably right. You're. Yeah. I, I can't really fault you there. You're, you're right. And I reckon, in terms of new people coming through, I reckon they've got two or three weeks to hook those new people, other, potential new people, otherwise they're gone again. Exactly. So you need to do something big quickly. So I think what they should do is have the brands come back together again and then cover Dolph Ziggler in Custard. Yes, always. Custard is sure, a winner. I wasn't, to be honest, I wasn't sure whether to say Custard or Sperm. WWE Pod, just add custard. Oh, that's nice. It is, isn't it? WWE Pod, just add custard. It's like, uh, like, boiling the bag rice. Oh, yeah. I like that. Yeah, I like that too. But I, 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 I like to think that we're a bit tastier, you and me, than boiling the bag rice. Yes, WWE Pod, just add custard. Better or more tastier than boiling the bag rice. Yeah, that works. That's a new slogan. Yes, WWE yes. WWE Pod, just add custard. Slightly tastier than boiling the bag rice. Excellent, there you <laughs> Whoever he is. You know what, and that's 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 quite that's quite your PG, you know. Just your PG T shirt as well out of it. You know, no mention of vaginas or anything. Oh See, we're 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 branching out to more fans and more age groups now. So we so we now have two slogans. We have our adult slogan, which I guess would be most of our listeners, most probably. WWE Pod Wrestling, but with more vaginas, which is obviously on the back of the T-shirts that you and I own. Yes. Yes. And there we have a second one for the kiddies. Exactly. WWE Pod, just add custard. Yes. And then unless... it's real about the rice. Unless, un- unless what, Mike? Unless, this will sound a bit odd, but bear with me, unless they're French. Right. Because the French don't call custard custard. What do they call it? Creme anglaise. Really? Yeah. They can't... It, it's a bit odd. I they, could they... think of something else called creme all then. Never mind. Um, no. But... No. Um, creme anglaise. I didn't know that. Oh. So so if we... So if assuming we have some listeners still in France, hello, then we're going to do... Have to say something like WWE pod, je suis uh, creme anglaise. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah! Or W Pod, the Creme Anglaise of wrestling podcast. Oh, I like it. Uh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Marketing one hundred and one here, boys and girls. So that means. <laughs> so that. So to most of the world, right? If we call ourselves that, the Creme Anglaise of wrestling, people think, "Ah, oh, that sounds quite tasty and quite stylish and quite uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Tasty." But to the French, they will hear it and say WWE Pod, the custard of wrestling. The English which custard. Which, which yeah. is even better. It is. WWE Pod, the custard of wrestling. <laughs> and why are we the custard of wrestling? Because we go with everything. We, oh, well, yes, we do. I like that. We go with everything. 
So either and, you mean we go with everything because we're cool, or we're sluts. Yeah, or we're sluts, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Fair enough. Pod, we go with everything. The custard. That were... What? No, WWE, ca- pop, WWE pop, we go with everything but custard. We go with everything but custard. Oh, dear. No, you don't want that. What goes with everything but not custard? I don't know. Pies? No, you have apple pie and custard. I, I think everything go- everything sweet goes with the custard. I haven't tried bacon and custard, though. No, I've not tried bacon and custard, either. Could be interesting. WW pod, we go with everything but not custard. So does that mean we're bacon? Possibly, what? yeah. But you're vegetarian. I am a vegetarian, so it would be corn bacon. Linda McCartney bacon. Linda McCartney bacon. WW Pod. We are Linda McCartney bacon. There you go. No, I, no, I think we were better before. <laughs> you, think, you think? Yeah. Um. I. I. I the custard. The 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 creme anglaise of the creme anglaise of WW Pod. The custard of professional wrestling. There you go. Sorted. Done. Thank you very much. Excellent. We now have at least two slogans, if not four or five. Yes. Yeah, we could alternate them throughout the year. We could alternate them throughout the year, like we used to do with uh, like we used to do with our partners. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yes. How, how is uh, Disco Inferno these days? Oh, he's fine. He does <laughs> like to. He does love to boogie. He he does love to boogie oogie oogie. He did excellent. I'm I'm ever so happy about. Disco Inferno's Boogie Yugi Yugi. So am I. There, there you go. Uh, so, you know what? We sent off our WWE shares, courtesy of my lovely, beautiful girlfriend. I still haven't got them yet. They said it could take up to 18 weeks. 18 weeks? Eight? What? I know, WWE Pod. Oh, another slogan. We are the only podcast to own the WWE. Aren't we? 18 weeks. Yeah, to get the sh- to get the shares or share, James. Yes, I hate to embarrass you. Right, I'm not sure if you've to- actually told me about this. No, uh, yes, we have. It was on an earlier show, which the listeners may have not listened to due to, due to my crapness and the server problems. Uh, ah. For my birthday, my girlfriend got me us uh, a share oh, in WWE. Yeah, now it could take up to 18 weeks, but. We are the only we are the only wrestling show that I know of that own a piece of the WWE, and we taste like custard. And we taste like custard. Are oh, it's just endless, isn't it? With us, we're just amazing. Um, and why is it endless? Because we go with everything. We do go with everything, including your never mind. Um, so, including my never mind. Yes, including your never mind. Oh, mm, or is something we go by never mind? <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure they can be arranged. You can pay for it sometimes. Well, that's true. Hmm. No, I'm, I'm sure it'll be alright. I've got a busy week. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Anyway, so, Anya, what are we talking... We've gone from TNA to Custard to what seems to be... We were talking about... Yes. We were talking about WWE's unifying all of their belts. Uh, oh, got to that as well, yeah. Yeah, uh, and... Uh, do you think is it... Do you think is it uh, in this... Current climate, is it a good idea? Current climate? You make it sound like a fucking financial review show. Yeah, <laughs> I do apologise. This is a credit crunch free zone. Okay, do you think it's a good idea? Cons- um, now, consider that their TV figures are, well, kind of similar, but they're down from obviously, you know, they're not near anywhere near their peak. Their pay per views, which we've know, have what, nearly what, a 15 to 19, I think percent uh, loss as we spoke about in an earlier show which yeah. Melissa's may not have heard but it, they are very much down uh, weren't they when we are talking about them uh, so I think it's probably a good thing but what do you think I let me see I mean it, it would as I, at first I was thinking all it is is making the poor fuckers work hard but at the same time the idea of having John Cena say say if John Cena wins the belt again, which, mm-hmm. which surely he will at some point. Yes. If he were if he wins the belt and goes on SmackDown for a bit because mm-hmm. he's the champion, that would get people watching, I suppose. Uh, if Taker were to go and roar for a few uh, every week, that would get more people watching. Yeah. 
But at the same time, there is one thing that would confuse me a bit. Okay. Okay. Here's my thing. If, say, for example, The Undertaker were to win the belt, if I let, if I let's take a, 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 an example from real life right now, like Kane is the current world heavyweight champion, right? Right. Okay. Now then, because Kane's next title feud is the is against The Undertaker, then he has got something to do, if you follow me, to work toward over the next three or four weeks on SmackDown. Yes. He will also be allowed, he would, hypothetically, also be allowed to spend time on Raw. What the hell would he do on Raw? Well, th- what happened in 1999, 2000, 2001, 2002? Well, then it was all one show. It was all right. That's what they need to do. Put it all into one show. That's the only thing I think that would really work. Uh, I can I see what you mean though, because in terms of like when you look at it at the moment, if they did unify all belts, you have SmackDown touring and uh, with a completely different roster, and Raw touring with a completely different roster. Last time they had one champion for both, he went on both shows. Yeah, when you yeah. had the unified champion. Yes, Brock Lesnar. Yeah, The Rock did it, I believe, oh. uh, as well at some one point, didn't he? Taker did it, and Hogan did it as well. Yeah, uh, so. Yeah, you you could do that way, but then I think because SmackDown, let's be honest, it's the B show, definitely without a doubt, and has been for a number of years. Yeah. yeah. So I think you might as well just amalgamate it into one show. I think if you were going to unify all the belts, I think that's the only way it will work. And as you said, it would put the two creative teams together as one. So hopefully they'll come up with more solid storylines as well. So basically, you're saying if so. Basically, you're saying only unify the belts if you're going to unify the brands. Yeah. Otherwise, to me, that doesn't make sense. I agree with you. I agree with that. Yeah, it's a bit like it's going. You know, you need to. It's a bit like black and white, really. I think in terms of working, you know, you you got to really go for it, or don't bother at all because it's not going to work. If you, you know, it's only do it. It's only like half doing a job. I think if they do that. It'd be like if you got a guitar, right? Mm-hmm. And you filled it with piranhas, <laughs> but didn't add the pot noodle. Exactly. You hit the nail on the head. Exactly. Oh, I fancy a pot noodle now you mentioned that. Yeah. Mm. I'll, bring, I'll bring one round. Excellent. What's your favourite flavour? Chicken and mushroom. You know what? It used to be my favourite flavour, and there's actually no chicken in that as well. I never thought of that. It's actually corn, if you look at it. Correct me if I'm wrong. I, have, I haven't eaten it for a while, but when I used to eat meat, that used to be my favourite. Chicken and mushroom, yum. So but, what's your favourite now? Um, I don't know. Anything without the meat. I just love pot noodles. I mean, yeah, I think even the beef and tomato doesn't have, actually have meat in. But so, so hang on. If the chicken and mushroom has got corn in it instead of chicken, why can't you still eat it? Or do you? <laughs> I, I, I have given it a go. Uh, a part of me is absolutely frightened if it does actually have meat in. I'm going to yak. I'm going to yak now. The thought of it. But no, yeah. um, I I, ha- I don't really eat it that much. It's, it was like ages ago when I was a veggie when I last ate it. You were you were or weren't a veggie? I, I was, and I looked in the back and gave it a go. Uh, but I, uh, I haven't recently though. I must so it's just, so it's so it's so it's more coincidence. Yes. But okay, yeah, it yeah. doesn't actually have. When I looked on the back, some of my girlfriend was having one of them the other day, late at night, and I looked on the back and went, "Oh look, this does not have any, you know, uh, meat in." As far as I know, and she went, "Oh my goodness me!" Uh, I do like super noodles, though. Oh yeah, yeah, they're good. You enjoy super noodles? I love super noodles. And a good tip is, if you like, one good thing is to uh, have, if you want it a bit different, I don't do this myself, you can chop, like, you know, bits of ham and onion in, which makes things a bit more tasty as well. Into your super noodles? Yeah. I've, okay. Which is, which is what some people do. There, there is one food combination that people probably think sounds horrible, but I like to do. Oh, yeah? Sometimes. You know how, obviously, a bit of cheese... On a digestive biscuit is very nice. <laughs> Carry on. I think you see where I'm going with this. But if you put a bit of cheese on a chocolate digestive, mm-hmm. 
that's really nice. That's really nice as well. Chocolate and mature cheddar cheese goes together really well. I've never tried it. Probably don't want to, but I'm. Uh, you know what? We will debut Mike's new snack when we do our next Royal Rumble commentary. Oh, that's a lovely idea. Yeah, we can we can, we can review it during one of the Randy Orton matches. Um, that's a lovely idea. It is, isn't it? Or any anything involving Big Show and Mark Henry. We'll be reviewing. Ah. We'll, we'll be reviewing the best wrestling snacks while watching a pay per view. Definitely, definitely. And then I'll cut some ham into some super noodles during the Hornswoggle segment or something. Although, to be honest, I'm kind of liking him at the moment on SmackDown. God help me. (laughs) If he's used sparingly and he's used for the comic relief, it's not too bad. Uh, They've got to be careful who they put him with because it can hurt that person sometimes. Ah, good point, good point. Like Like if they put him with, say, oh... This reminds me, actually. You know, I said I watched SmackDown today. Mm-hmm. They had, um, you know, some, on SmackDown, because they have to edit it down. Yeah. They, like, lose a few minutes of the show. So they're sticking that from the vault section. All right. Their from the vault was a great Carly match. Oh, dear. I was like, what? What? Your from the vault should be something like you know Undertaker versus Edge or Rey Mysterio versus. Now, the other day it was Rey Mysterio versus Chavo and that was fine, but but why would you choose to air a Great Carly match? But this is the thing that surprised me. Mm-hmm. It probably was the best Great Carly match I've seen. <laughs> Who was it against again? Finley. Well, there you go then. <laughs> Now, there's the thing. It was still a bit... He still did nothing, you know. Yeah. Sort of thing. But it was it was a, it was the best of his bad bunch, you know? Yeah, no, definitely. The, the, the best of his bad, bad bunch. Uh, having said that, I think uh, at that last man standing or something uh, at Extreme Rules that one year, or one night stand, John Cena had that feud against Carly. He, he got a fairly decent match out of him once. So I've heard that before, but sadly I never saw that show. Oh, it, 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 I mean, don't get me right. You know, it wasn't amazing, but for for what I thought it was going to be going in, I was fairly impressed. Okay. And what were you thinking going in? Oh, dear. Because <laughs> <laughs> they had a pay-per-view match, uh, the pay-per-view before, where the great Carly tapped out to the STFU, therefore completely nullifying the feud and wanting to see a rematch kind of thing, you know? Yeah, I understand. But they had a rematch and John Cena won again. Uh, So there you go. You know, I just said the sentence, what do you think of going in? Yes. I'm now going to think of that next time I'm in a romantic clinch. (laughs) What? I'm going to think of your face as I'm... uh, Going in. Yeah. Excellent. I think of your face all the time when I'm going in. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, I don't last as long though when I do, but never mind. Oh, um, you sweetheart! You. Yeah. <laughs> so, is that because your? Is that because uh, me and your girlfriend have very similar names? Wait, is that why you're with her? Yes. Damn <laughs> you! <laughs> I've worked it out. That's why you're with a girl called Michelle. The closest you'll get to my vagina. <laughs> uh, that's going. That, that's going in the best of. Definitely. <laughs> It's, a, the it's the closest you'll get to my vagina. My vagina. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Speaking of vaginas. Yes. Matt Hardy. No, I don't mean that. No. Uh, but, well. But has has he put on weight? People call him Fat Hardy now, yeah. Do they? Yeah, some, uh, amongst some forum people. they, they Unfortunately, they do. Because I heard a lot of stuff about Jeff Hardy supposedly putting away. Maybe he has a little bit, but I don't think he has much. But Matt Hardy, I, I was I was watching SmackDown. I kind of went, "Oh, he looks a bit soft." Yeah, it, you never know. He could be injured. I mean, like you know, traveling on the road. I think cause you're traveling so much, it's really hard to work out, find a gym. It, it must be quite hard to eat right because when you think about it, you're finishing so late sometimes. You know. I reckon I reckon that they're okay with working out, but I because obviously all the bit all like the Batistas and, oh, yeah. and uh, oh, yeah. Cena's of the world, the really jacked up guys over that they seem to manage it. But I do I do, I do imagine eating healthily on the roads a problem. 
But yeah, I but yeah, he 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 does look a bit about five seconds after I thought it. Dashing Cody Rhodes started saying saying it as well, but obviously that could be just a storyline thing. Yeah. But but yeah, I I did remember seeing him and thinking, hmm, not quite the uh, the athlete I'm I'm used to with him. No, and yeah, you're, you're right. I can't really you know fault either. So certain forums are calling him Fat Hardy. Yes. So if Jeff puts on weight, what do we call him? Fat Hardy. But that doesn't rhyme. No. Um, That's a shame. Yes. Yeah, so well, yeah, he's, he's still due to go to court, isn't he? On his uh, drug traffic, alleged drug trafficking charges or drug charges. When is it meant to ha- happen? Do we know? No, I don't know. But I'll you know, find out. Yeah. You're going ha- to find out, are you? I'm going to find out now. Mike is finding out about Jeffrey Hardy. It, they, they they pushed him, and I I know this court date for it's been adjourned, you know, a couple of times to the best yeah. of my knowledge. TNA are, are there's they are risking a bit in in terms of if he does get put away, which I you know I don't know if he is or not, but if he does get put away, it's not going to be good, is it for TNA? It's they're going to look like idiots. If he does get put away, I mean, it would just be fucking stupid. I mean, I, I don't be stupid that he gets put away, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's basically a case of um, they have spent a lot of money on pushing this guy and a lot of time pushing this guy, which could have gone on to other wrestlers. And uh, indeed, it, it may just be a case of it will have been a complete waste Yes. of time. Yeah. Oh, where is, where is it? Hang on. Uh, on September 11th, 2009, Hardy was arrested. Ba-ba-ba-ba. Okay. I can't find it now. Oh. I assume that there'd be something on, like, you know, little online profiles and things like that about how, um, about when it would be. But, uh, no, I can't find it. Oh, shit. Oh, when know. is his court case? There must be somewhere. Does anyone out there know when his court case is? Email us at www.podcast.googlemail.com Also email us your favourite brands of custard. <laughs> We'll basically be Bird's Custard if you're English, uh, Bird's Creme Anglaise if you're French, and what custard do, do the do the Americans like custard? I don't know, they'll they probably spell it without one of the letters as well. Ah, I see. Uh, um, I, don't know, I don't know what they call it. Do custard. Custard, I don't know. I'll have to ask. Uh, email us at www.podcast at googlemail.com. Are you American? Do you have custard? There you go. So. Where were we? Um, okay, we talked about... T- I suppose we, we should probably talk about the TNA pay-per-view ever briefly. I know you'll hate it, but but I feel like we should. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, what was it called? No Surrender. TNA No Surrender 2010. Okay, before we go, for the, for the last part of the show, TNA No Surrender 2010 results. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. We can't do our first show for God knows how long and end with TNA. No, we won't. We'll be ending with the man of the week. Okay, and um, we should briefly discuss uh, Night of Champions too, or SummerSlam or something. We can't just ignore Raw. No, actually, Raw Raw wasn't too bad. I haven't seen this week's one. Oh, dear. So... No, I, I'm I, I, my my thing didn't tape it. Oh dear, my V block, my V plus box didn't tape it, so I'm gonna have to watch it on Thursday evening with all the normaloids. Well, it was it was it was quite a good raw. Um, it, we've got uh, Night of Champions isn't this Sunday, but it's next Sunday. So assuming everything's right, we we'll, could we'll be doing our Night of Championes. I think last last time we did it, Mike, we did our the best champions. You know, the top three champions of each belt. We did, didn't we? We did like our favourite champions of the last ten years or something like that. Yeah, for the Intercontinental Championship, you know, the top. You know what we should do for next show? 
What's that? The three worst champions for each belt. Oh, that's that's a fun thought. There you go. There you go. You heard it here. How many belts has Mark Henry held? He's held the ECW belt, hasn't he? Okay, that's one. Possibly the Intercontinental. No, he hasn't. Tag team, I don't know, possibly. I need to check. We'll need to check. Uh, yeah, he may have been a tag team champion with D'Lo Brown. Possibly. Big Show, oh dear, he's going to be... He, he His name's going to be all over next week's show. But Big Show, when he held the world titles and that, was a bit fitter and a bit more nimble. He was still crap. He was still fairly crap, but... Oh, since he won, he won... No, he's recent... Well, ECW, fair enough. Uh, I thought he was a good ECW champion. No, he wasn't. He was terrible. And then Bobby Lashley won it off him as well, and no one cared. In that elimination chamber, December to dismember, rubbish. When, you know, you you take Sabu out of the match, and RVD and CM Punk are pinned very quickly, which takes all anyone's interest in that match, if you remember. No one is going to buy a pay-per-view when you've got a six-man match for the main event, and one of your main event stars is Hardcore Holly. Well, yeah, main event, hardcore Holly, in a sentence. There you go. Exactly. Now, I don't have anything against him personally, and I'm only saying that because he is rather scared. But he's not someone who exactly... It, it was different when he faced Lesnar at that Royal Rumble because the fucker had broken his neck. There was a natural storyline and reason for people to be interested. Mm-hmm. But in the 2006, December to December, I think it was 2006... We yes. had absolutely no reason to be interested in Hulk or Holly, and therefore we weren't. No. So what was it? What were you? Th- we have reason to love Sabu. He's one of the best wrestlers I think ever. I love Sabu. Yeah, yeah. He's a TNA, isn't he? At the moment, he was at No he, Surrender, wasn't he? He faced Doug Williams for the X Division Championship. There you go. You see, this is the thing, right? TNA. I I just want to mention it like once or before we carry on or whatever. It's uh. TNA bringing in the ECW stars, mm-hmm. although I found Hard Justice slightly disappointing. Right. I... Mike? Ah, no, I'm back now. My Mike is back. I'm back. Hello, hello, mother. Um, me, she, my mother isn't really here. It's fine. Um, not that make a difference anyway. <laughs> um, anyway. Let me live my life. Anyway, uh, what was I saying? Yes. Let me live my life. Now, before that. But the storyline involving the ECW guys coming in. Yeah. That's something that's very easy to get wrong, right? Because it could easily just look like we're bringing them in for the hell of it, for no reason, and because we don't know what to what to do with our own product, right? And all those things may be true. That's it. None of those. All those things may be true, but I actually quite enjoyed it. I've quite enjoyed seeing the ECW guys around. I mean, who doesn't smile at a Tracy Smothers dance-off, you know? (laughs) Who doesn't smile at that? I mean, Tony Marmaluke and little Guido, or Guido Maradona, Tano, Taco, Tato, Tito, Tato, Tito Santana. I can't help you. I haven't seen it. Tito, Tato, Tato. No, I forgot. No, I forgot the other ones. Tony Marmaluke and Tito Santana are not going to last long. Clearly, no. In TNA, they 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 jobbed horrendously. Uh, um, to uh, they were buried by beer money a couple of weeks ago, sort of thing type stuff, but that was it. They are not going to last, but I quite enjoy seeing the ECW guys knocking around, but once they've gone, if they do go, TNA, for the love of God, focus on your own product in the way that you used to. And on that note, no surrender, just in case anyone has not heard, Doug Williams defended the X Division belt, uh, Velvet Sky beat Madison Rain, the woman in the the motorbike. You know who the woman in the motorbike is, James? No. Do you care? Let, surprise me. It's 
it is Tara. She's back. Oh dear. Oh. Well, no, it's nice, but after saying she's gone, disagreements, and then she's back. Uh, I don't know. Mickey James would have been a nicer surprise. Well, definitely. But but who knows? Perhaps she's the contract that was signed today. Perhaps, but I, I'm not surprised that that someone, you know, the, the TNA before going to the paper said we have the biggest new signing in the history that will change the face of wrestling, and it's Tara. Um, you know, that wouldn't have surprised me had they done that. Good point, actually. So to them, I give credit where credit is due. Thank you, TNA, for not doing that. That's good. Uh, in the match, I would rather like to have seen, because they had some cracking matches back in like 2005-2006, Abyss defeated Rhino in a Falls Count Anywhere match. Oh. Yeah, exactly, exactly. See, there are plus points to TNA still. I'd like to have seen that one. Okay, Force Count anyway. Uh, Jeff Jarrett and Samoa Joe versus Kevin Ash and Sting. Yes, this one is slightly less interesting. No. Yeah, it mm. is. Uh, winners, Sting and Samoa Joe. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, no, uh, Jarrett, Jarrett and Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Not that bothered. <laughs> no. Uh, AJ Styles versus Tommy Dreamer. Who won that one? Unfortunately, AJ Styles made Tommy Dreamer say I quit. Oh. Which I do not like because... You see... I... Sorry to bother you. Go on. TNA are known for fuck finishes. If you were going to have a fuck finish and have some fucked up draw, this was the kind of match that could have done that and brought you all more interest in a rematch, for example. You know? Yeah, that's true, actually. And then you wouldn't have to do the I quit match, so someone wouldn't have to act quit. You could have done a last man standing match or something instead for the next one. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, World Championship match, which is a fuck finish, I see. Jeff Hardy, Kurt Angle. Yes, Jeff Hardy, Kurt Angle's semi-final match in their tournament was declared a near contest when they went to a what? A double overtime and were unable to continue. What's a double overtime? Double overtime is something you have in hockey. So yeah, they so they've just they've changed the rules. I got Kurt escaped and put Jeff back in the ankle lock. The five minute mark ended with Jeff trapped in the move. Due to the condition of both men, the match was not going to continue. So Jeff was trapped in the move and they ended the match. So I, that's ridiculous, isn't it? That's a bit mad, yeah. Now, you see, if you were going to do this, I don't know, this would make sense on Impact, and as they go off the air, Jeff was still trapped in the move. They said, because we're live, we've got to go, oh my God, you know? And then you're going to think, shit, what happened? I'll tune into next week. But they do it on a pay-per-view, a fuck finish, time limit draw, what the hell. But it does make something ever so slightly intriguing. What? Surely it means, because... Mr. Anderson defeated the Pope. Yeah. Which is, again, a very strange sentence to utter on a wrestling show. Perhaps, <laughs> yeah. Perhaps seeing the Pope get a... Because this this is how adult TNA tries to be. I turned on TNA the other day and saw the Pope getting a damn good thrashing. Excellent. <laughs> Fabulous story, isn't it? Anyway, so that means that the final of the title tournament will probably be Angle versus Hardy versus Anderson. You're probably right. Uh, that, and that'll be a bound for glory. Yes, which I don't know about you. I do know about him. It's fine. I don't know about you, James, but I quite like the sound of that. It could be quite interesting. It could be quite interesting. That is, unless Jeff Hardy goes to jail. Yes. Uh, your main uh, event on your biggest show of the year. Yeah. Uh, good one, TNA. I don't. To be honest, I've got a feeling that he's not going to having. But you never know, do you, with these things? And it is a risk, and they are taking the risk. And if it goes wrong, they're going to look very silly. They will look very. They will look fucking stupid. Like I say, because of the time and money. That but they, they already look stupid because the RVD's not on the show at the moment. Uh, I think the, the. I know it's storyline based, but he's not on the show. Because they have, they are paying him. They contract-wise, on a, on a, they had so many dates for him to turn up, you know, and do, do his stuff. And they're running, you know, and he hasn't got money left. That's why he is not the TNA champion anymore. 
Because they're full of... Because the TNA writing team are silly gooses. Silly gooses. Well, yeah, and, it, and it's just that, you know, uh, they didn't really think about it. I mean, you this, know, this, they give RVD uh, this contract of, of, say, like, you know, so many dates, and they use them a lot, and then completely forget about it. This is the thing. You have to plan ahead in wrestling, and this lot just don't. Well, to be honest, I don't know if WWE plan ahead much these days either. No, no. I spent the last few years. It seems to be their boys booking on the fly. You know, exactly, exactly. Which is just a bit odd. I mean, the Raw general manager. What the hell's that about? That is a bit bizarre. I mean, it, it was because they, whatever reason, you know, they, they they couldn't get one. And is he a heel? Is he a face? You don't really know. Some of the decision he comes up with. You know what pisses me off the most? I'm sure. I'm sure it's part of the storyline. The fact that you hear the the message, you know, the thing, which which yeah. is actually uh, the text message tune from the iPhone, not you know. Oh uh, yes. Yeah, and then Michael Cole gets his glasses on and goes on the podium. I just, I can't stand him. He's so annoying. Mm-hmm. You know, and then he cusses off Daniel Bryan or Bryan Danielson so much, uh, which is obviously his storyline. But it's just like shut up. Some of the, Oh. But, you know, I think Michael Cole is becoming a very good heel. <laughs> he is a good heel. Yeah, this is the weird thing. It, it, it's like you've got your wish, in a way, that he has shown some more character and he's improved. Oh, yeah, and I think, as a healer, he is good. He's a very, e- for some reason, he's a very easy person to dislike. So, go That's with it. because you already hate him. Well, a lot of, yeah, and I'm not the only one. But, yeah, um, I do already he's... intensely dislike Michael Cole. Who else hates him? Do the French hate him? Yes. Wow. Uh, so, Mike, yeah. We do, not like Mac- we do not like this Michael Cole. Good. So, yeah. That's, yeah. The that's the French. That's the French. And I think, we well, you know, I, I miss the days where you had a face and heel commentator. It was good. Jerry Lawler is such a good heel commentator. Yeah, and I, and I laughed at him. So, I mean, uh, we're yawning now and stuff, and I need to go to bed. It's now 3.38 in the morning. Mike? Yes. We'll be going on for an hour. Do you have anything to say to your fans before we go? Some say love is lost and broken. Some say love is hard to find. Some say love is like a token... Some say love is in your mind. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, boys and girls. So let's talk about wrestling instead. What I'm going to say is this. We have noticed that TNA and WWE seem to do things on the fly a bit. Now, as an actor, you could argue that in a way my whole life is kind of done on the fly because I get a contract for three months and I don't know what I'm doing afterwards. But I'm not like most people in that I'm a mixed-race hermaphrodite. Not really. I'm not like most people. I'm not like most people in the sense that, yeah, that's just how my life works. For now, at least. As I've mentioned to James, I don't know how much longer I'll be doing it. We all got to get serious at some point. And I'm going to say something serious to you. Plan ahead. Sometimes things in life can throw you a curveball. James wasn't planning on having a mongoose, but a mongoose arrived on his doorstep. I wasn't planning on having a ferret, but now we're very happy together. I'm determined to carry on with this until I work out where I'm going with it. (laughs) So I tell you what. Plan ahead as best you can, so then maybe, just maybe, when life throws you a curveball, you can catch it, pop a bit in your bottom, and enjoy it. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what I'm talking about, but it's three o'clock in the morning. I'm going to be up at some point during the day to go about my daily business. So what I'll say is this. Look after your mother. Look after your mongoose. Look after your ferrets. Compare the meerkat. And always, always chew your food 
36 times and just enjoy the moment because ladies and gentlemen i'm very pleased to say that these nonsensical ramblings will continue because we are back See you next week, folks. Wrestling, but with more creme anglaise.